Good morning. It is Thursday, October 15th, and uh, there is so... this These news cycles today happen so quickly, and it's astonishing. What I want to talk about for most of today, and I will also catch you up on some other things that are going on, I think, of interest, is um, this Hunter Biden bombshell story that came out on Wednesday. It was... A New York Post investigation, their uh, investigative journalists put this together. Um, What it revealed was that uh, Hunter Biden has been involved in uh, basically trying to arrange the political position of his father. Uh, He's been taking uh, a, a enormous salary in the form of a retainer from this uh, Ukraine energy company. And I know everyone's eyes pretty much glaze over because we've heard so much about Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. So this is all, it all feels like it's, a lot of this is old news. Well, you know what snaps you out of that really quickly? How about photos of Hunter Biden with a crack pipe in his mouth? (laughs) So, so, um, the backstory of all this is fast. It's it's more fascinating than some of the details themselves. Now, look, the details themselves implicate Joe Biden directly. So he's gone months and months saying that uh, the reports are debunked. He had no knowledge of anything that Hunter Biden was doing. Uh, he didn't have any indication Hunter Biden was doing anything that was could be considered corrupt. Well, that is frankly bullshit, and that was completely dismissed. Uh, by this New York Post report that came out yesterday. Now, the interesting thing about uh, the way this all came together was that Hunter Biden turned in this laptop that he he had to a local Mac repair shop um, months ago, and then he never picked it up. And on this laptop... I can only assume is a ton of information, private information. Um, he had emails from these energy companies. He had communications uh, with people representing his father. So the New York Post is going to have a lot of material to put out stories over the next couple weeks. And as you can imagine, when this story came out um, with photos and with damning evidence on Wednesday morning, this became immediately the number one trending story in the world. So what did Facebook and Twitter do? They banned the link. This, I I think, is equally an equally big story with with further-reaching consequences. Um... Twitter didn't explain why. They disabled the ability for people to share this story from the New York Post. Um, I'm going to pull up right now the uh, kind of some of the chain of what was happening. Um, and so base, they did this basically to limit sharing so that this this was a viral trend that they could interact with. Um, the, they did not make clear what the rationale was for any of these things. Um, 
later on, they suggested um, that uh, that they had. Uh, well, let me read you this so I don't uh, misstate Twitter's position. The at Twitter safety account posted this message: commentary on or discussion about hacked materials such as articles that cover them but do not include or link to the materials themselves, aren't a violation of this policy. Okay, so if you talk about something... Now, one, this is not hacked material, so the whole idea of improperly accessing this is uh, incorrect. Um, The standard way that any repair shop operates is you bring your stuff in. After a certain amount of time, if it's not picked up, that becomes yours. So there's no part of this that is hacked. This is all crackhead Hunter Biden failing to be a responsible adult and making a stupid decision to, one, photograph himself with a crack pipe in his mouth, um, but also all of this other communication that could completely destroy his father's candidacy uh, if this were reported on. The Twitter statement continues here. Our policy only covers links to or images of hacked material themselves. Okay, hacked materials. The policy established in 19, uh, sorry, this policy established in 2018 prohibits the use of our service to distribute content obtained without authorization. We don't want to incentivize hacking by allowing Twitter to be used as a distribution for possibly illegal obtained materials. Okay. Um, This was not a random account. This was the New York Post. They actually suspended the New York Post, uh, the Twitter account of the New York Post, one of the oldest newspapers in the country, one of the most respected uh, in terms of breaking big news stories. Um, New York Post has a long track record of breaking big news, of being involved in investigative journalism, Um, so using all of the rules of the corporate press, this was a legitimate outlet. Um, other things Twitter suggested throughout the day was that, and Facebook as well, was that they could not independently verify the facts of this article. Therefore, they were not going to allow it to spread. Can you imagine an investigative journalist coming across sensitive information, making the decision whether or not to publish this information, whether it's newsworthy to the public. And fine, there's a little bit of a joke involved in the way that these corporate press outlets operate. But from Twitter and Facebook, you always get the the, uh, lip service of these, uh, the media being so important to democracy. And in this case, you have someone doing exactly that. In their journalistic opinion and judgment, they're releasing information that is highly crucial to most voters. And it is. It is objectively important if Joe Biden is meeting with people who are paying off Hunter Biden in this shady deal where Hunter is the one saying, hey, it's time for my retainer to start. When are you going to start making payments to me? Um, And arranging meetings with his father and other companies, while his dad, other companies in Ukraine, 
while his dad was overseeing all relations with Ukraine as part of his official capacity as VP. That does not, it does not get any more relevant than that. Okay, so this uh, computer shop comes across this laptop. Um, the owner of this shop starts uh, uh, looking through the information that's on it to try to um, identify who it belongs to and very quickly discovers, holy crap, this is Hunter Biden. Um, and so what does he do? He turns it into the FBI. He turns this into the FBI months ago. Why didn't we hear about it? Isn't that odd? How come nothing came from this? He said the FBI wouldn't even respond to him. But before he had turned it into the FBI, he made a backup copy. He put the, uh, he did a clone of the hard drive onto another hard drive. And after months of the FBI failing to respond in any way to what he had submitted, which he felt were important, he then shared this hard drive with Rudy Giuliani because he was ignored by some other press that um, he tried to reach out to about this. And uh, so he reached out to Rudy Giuliani, who said, okay, I'll take a look. <laughs> um, and so isn't 2020 spectacular? So Rudy Giuliani then arranges... Um, people to basically start going through this hard drive, finding all of this material. And, uh, and the New York Post, journalists at the New York Post um, are, are basically offered this information for part of a scoop. Now, this is typically the way that information comes out. You have opponents, uh, political opponents or, or business opponents on either side, they are constantly trying to keep the other person in check. And there's moments like this where I personally think the, the relationship between, you know, an attorney and a corporate press operative is um, a little worrisome. Uh, I don't think it often reflects the best of journalism to basically be handed a scoop, but we also have to keep in mind this is exactly the way some of the biggest scoops of all time happen. The Edward Snowden documents happened this way. Uh, Edward Snowden gathered this evidence that the American government was collecting data on regular Americans, uh, breaking the Fourth Amendment, um, and that all of the people in government were lying about it. And um, you have people like Michael Hayden uh, and uh, John Brennan running the deep state and Barack Obama who come out and say, no, that's not true. We're not collecting this data. And then Edward Snowden and the journalist who uh, organized and wrote about all of these reports, Glenn Greenwald, reported documents that showed all of those people were lying. Barack Obama was lying. Michael Hayden was lying. John Brennan was lying. So you end up with this cabal of, of uh, elite people 
running the government that are not held accountable. Over and over and over, they're not held accountable. And, um, and that is why these leaks are important. Um, Glenn Greenwald, in response to this uh, Twitter statement that, that uh, the company put out by banning these links, and we'll jump back into this, but Glenn Greenwald says, um, look carefully at what Twitter is saying to justify censoring the Biden story. If applied consistently, it means that some of, the hi- some of history's most consequential journalism, the Pentagon Papers, WikiLeaks war logs, the Snowden documents, the Panama Papers, our Brazil archive, this is Glenn Greenwald talking, would be banned. You know what else would be banned? Remember two weeks ago when uh, someone leaked, someone hacked, by the definition of the corporate press, hacked and leaked Trump's private personal tax returns. Remember this? That was the number one story on Twitter. That was trending on Twitter. So um, there's a lot of explaining to do. Now, this morning on Thursday, uh, October 15th, as you can imagine, there is a there are probably weeks worth of reporting on this hard drive of Hunter Biden's. Um, you got to assume that they have access to a lot of emails, that there are some really panicky um, lawyers right now for Hunter Biden. Rudy Giuliani came out and said that uh, Hunter Biden's lawyer has contacted him already um, to try to obtain a copy of the hard drive. Um, so, uh, and then the Joe Biden campaign responded and said that they basically can't confirm nor deny <laughs> anything, which means that it's true, which means that it's not a, a fabricated hard drive of nonsense. I mean, look, the photos are pretty damning here, but there is always the, the – uh, and a lot of the, the emails as well that the New York Post has, has reported on. Um, this is uh, clearly – I mean, everybody talks about these bombshell reports, and and uh, and that word has become such a cliche. This is a bombshell report, and um, you can tell because the way the corporate press responds. We're, you know, essentially two and a half weeks out from an election, and when something like this drops and immediately starts trending, you know, I, my opinion is this is the big October surprise. There could be more. It is 2020 after all. But this is the big October surprise that uh, was gifted to the Republicans by Hunter Biden, the son of uh, Joe Biden, the opposition, which there is something very um, Shakespearean (laughs) in the way that a lot of this plays out. Um, But the fact that you can see a company like Twitter come out and ban the links and ban people who are trying to share this link. Um, I just tried to share this link uh, a few minutes ago to the updated story because on Thursday today, the New York Post has another article out with more information about this story, more things they've uh, gathered from the um, hard drive. And... uh, and here's what happens when you try to share that link on Twitter. You get a pop-up that says your tweet couldn't be sent because this link has been identified by Twitter or our partners. Who are these partners? 
as being potentially harmful. Huh. Thanks, Twitter, for protecting me. This is where we are with these tech companies. So, as you can imagine, this is a huge issue. Um, Twitter has no idea, you know, I, I said months ago, before this, uh, before our show even started, the, as the election gets nearer and nearer, what are the odds that they will try to suspend Donald Trump's Twitter account? And in that time, we've seen Twitter enact new policies that include flagging Trump's tweets, hiding Trump's tweets. Um, if he says something that they don't like, they will, um, literally put up an alert in place of his tweet and someone has to click through and acknowledge a warning in order to see what the president has tweeted. So they're already interfering with um, the business of the president. But the other thing that they are doing now that I, I didn't anticipate is that they would actually punish a media outlet that shared information that was unflattering to their, the campaign they want to win. And that is the form of, uh, that's them suspending the at NY Post account and banning these links to the stories that are coming out. Now, it's very, very difficult to, and I think this is going to be very revealing in the future, it's very difficult to see to generate revenue if you're the New York Post. I mean, look, they st- I still have a paper copy that a lot of people get, but most of their influence comes from trending on social media. You know, it's not from people typing in nypost.com, although that's that is what you have to do now in order to see this story. But it's from people stumbling across something on uh social media, clicking it, and then maybe they'll click on a second article, you know, on the New York Post website. And here you have two of the biggest companies in Facebook and Twitter. Twitter, I think, being the far more egregious in terms of censorship here, that is saying we are blocking this link to a reputable news agency, to these journalists who have screened this information, to people that have, are, are putting out information that is highly crucial to any voter who plans to vote for president. We are blocking this. Why? Because it might harm you. Might harm you. That's where we are. Um, other things that happened, uh, that I think are very interesting is, um, you know, of course I I have gone this entire episode somehow without, uh, referencing the enemy of the people, uh, many in the legacy corporate press, which is the enemy of the people have been, um, responding to this. Washington Post is a great example because they have so many hacks at the Washington press that have no standards whatsoever, except to oppose anything that Trump does. These are 22-year-old losers who have come up through formerly prestigious universities and now are employed by their daddy's friends at the Washington Post and other publications like this and put out articles that are their opinion 
on Donald Trump over and over and over again. And um, these outlets like Washington Post today are coming out and saying, well, we uh, can't really take a position on Twitter banning these links because we can't independently verify that the facts are true. That's not how journalism works. That's not how free speech works. That's not how a free press works. You don't have to have third-party people verify the details of an article. That's not how this works. If that's how this worked, there would never be another scoop and you would have the perfect structure for a 1984 top-down government that censors everything it doesn't like. And here you have most of the corporate press being deafeningly, wow, why am I struggling with that? Deafeningly silent on this. Uh, I really think this is a enormous red pill for uh, a lot of moderates who cannot believe that Twitter just handed Trump another victory in the form of a cheap shot at something that was legitimate information and makes the corporate press itself suffer despite doing the job of that the press is supposed to do. Um, the editor at the New York Post released a tweet. Uh, he got the same message that uh, I just read to you earlier. Um, and he put out a tweet later on that said, this is big tech information coup. This is digital civil war. I, an editor at the New York Post, one of the nation's largest papers by circulation, can't post one of our own stories that details corruption by a major party presidential candidate, Biden. It is insane. Matt Taibbi from uh, Rolling Stone, and uh, who is one of my favorite uh, liberals who uh, is writing today, a phenomenal writer, um, puts out a tweet. He says, Absent a deeper explanation not yet revealed, this decision by Facebook and Twitter regarding the post looks ominous. Yeah, it does. This looks pretty bad. So um, I do think there's a big wake-up call happening here. And uh, the fact that Twitter and Facebook are um, banning this, I mean, ironically, I think it, it might, this you know, people have mentioned the Streisand effect. I think there's the possibility of that. That, of course, is the um, references Barbara Streisand, who didn't want photographs of her house out anywhere, and she made a big deal out of, I think, trying to sue some photographers that had taken photos of different houses. Um, that immediately caused more interest in the story uh, and for a lot of information to come out online about which house was actually hers. So the whole idea of the Streisand effect is it a backfiring and you know, generally being so obnoxious that you um, completely defeat the whole point of what you were trying to accomplish and, and achieve the opposite. Uh, a little sound in the background here. One other thing I wanted to move on to today um, is, you know, there are other things happening in the world, and one of these is the uh, Donald Trump. Uh, now, look, it's Thursday, which this is the night we were supposed to have a debate. 
And instead, the debate commission, who it's come out, all of these people running the debate commission are um, former or current uh, Democrats who have been really changing the rules of this. But you now have, um, the, you know, when Trump got his COVID diagnosis on, on uh, uh, October 1st, two weeks ago today, they said, well, we want to do a virtual debate now. And Trump said, no, that's not what we agreed to. And then Joe Biden immediately dropped out and said, look, Trump is dropping out of the debate. So now we're going to do our own town hall that night instead. And that's been the positioning of the Biden campaign is that Trump dropped out of the debate. Of course, none of it. This is not the way it works. If you change the rules of something, the people involved in that thing get to say, wait, we agreed that these were the rules. Why are we changing the rules? They get to say, I don't agree to these changed rules. And that's what happened here. The Trump campaign said, no, we don't agree to this. It'd be very easy for them to, you know, put up those same dividers that they used for the uh, Harris and Pence debate, um, or even something that's more that, you know, that's bigger than that. Um, you know, Donald Trump is now doing events. He has tested negative. He is no longer um, carrying the disease, as his doctors have already said. So it would be pretty easy to actually have this debate. Instead, you have uh, the corporate press, which is the enemy of the people, like MSNBC and CNN, that is going out and saying that Trump was a coward by dropping out of the debate. These people are sick. So instead, the Joe Biden campaign is doing a town hall on ABC tonight. And uh, what the Trump campaign, I think we're about to have some louder noise here, so bear with me. What the Trump campaign had, uh, has now done is arranged their own dueling town hall <laughs> on NBC. <laughs> so you can imagine how this has made the Democrats very upset. And uh, Kamala Harris was on uh, Rachel Maddow's show, and uh, they were both giggling their way through the events as Kamala Harris was doing her best to uh, try to convince people that she was a human being and not a sociopath and not a pig. And um, and so tonight, they're very upset. Um, Katie Couric, <laughs> a uh, former pretty face on the Today Show who thinks of herself as a journalist, uh, said that uh, it, was, it was disgusting that Donald Trump would have a dueling town hall because um, voters will tend to watch Trump's town hall instead because uh they want to see the chaos of it <laughs> um which should be an enormous plus for the biden campaign right well no it's not because they want everyone to watch joe biden and joe biden is a boring old fuck uh who is corrupt his son is corrupt uh, who takes cheap shots, who lies frequently. All of the hoaxes that Joe Biden has been lying about, he's willing to uh, amplify the message that you know anyone against him is racist, that anyone against him is trying to destroy America. Um, it's, it's really, you know, there was a point where you got to feel bad for Joe Biden because I don't think he's all there. But um, at a certain point, he's doing 
enough damage that you just you just have to say this guy cannot win. I mean, whether it's him in control or some other brain that's powering uh, the words that he's saying, this this cannot be allowed. Um, and Joe Biden keeps doing that exact same thing. So dueling debates tonight. It's going to be um, interesting to see how this is covered. I do think that Trump is largely going to neuter this campaign. Uh, sorry, this uh, town hall that's happening tonight. Um, Donald Trump also has a uh, 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 several events planned in the next few days. Um, he came out at his rally last night and I think hit the corporate press pretty hard on this whole Hunter Biden story. Um, they suspended the White House press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, for sharing this link, this New York Post link and information about it. They suspended her. They Twitter has suspended the White House press secretary. Um, so that's where we are. And I think it's going to be I mean, look, we're three weeks away, two and a half weeks away. So there's a lot more to come. This is going to be a fascinating period in American history. There's still more coming. I mean, we'll see. I think a lot of things could totally change up in the next uh, the next few weeks. So, um, but you know, voting's underway, and the you know the teeth have come out, and now it's time to uh, to really take every opportunity to fuck over the other side. That'll do it for us now. We're going to recap the uh, town hall and some other events um, in uh, uh, probably tomorrow morning. And thanks for listening. Uh, please do share with a friend all of that stuff. We have been kicked off of Twitter um, for sharing episode titles, apparently. So the episode titles are too too offensive. And uh, Twitter said it could not verify, even though we provided email and phone numbers. So um, as for now, you really have to uh, be able to share this with someone who might enjoy it, might be able to uh, share it with somebody else. That's the way that we grow. The only way that we grow, this is a, an ad-free um, experience right now, um, and I want to keep it that way for as long as we possibly can uh, sustain that. Um, sometimes that means dealing with landscapers. Sounds like landscapers who are outside right now. So thanks for bearing with us. We will see you at, uh, in the next episode. Enjoy the town hall and uh, keep uh, checking out these stories, NewYorkPost.com, where uh, these these true bombshells are being released that have just damning evidence. And uh, I do think it's a game changer if social media will ever allow it to be shared. All right, that's it. See you next time.